Welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today is our annual NFL podcast where we talk about the NFL, the state of football, and then submit our picks for the year. Yeah, but before we get started on that, there's Mm -hmm. just one thing I wanted to do. Okay. I just wanted to issue a thank you because we have overall at the Guys From broken our highest ever subscriber level. Okay. For August. So by month, we have never been as high in subscribers as we have recently. And what that tells me is that folks are listening and they are sharing it. And That's they're awesome. subscribing and all of that sort of stuff. So I just wanted to say thank you to the guys from Podcast Audience. Um, keep on doing it. Like, share, subscribe, let your friends know, leave us a rating review. I'll go over it in the end where I'm like, talk to Apple Podcast mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. But I just wanted to shout that out because like, I finally, I got the numbers last week. Okay. So it's just like, I couldn't talk about it on our, uh, what do we talk about? Oh, the on our university podcast because I didn't have the full numbers yet. Right. But now I do. So... Awesome. That's thank you. pretty spectacular. Yeah, thank you people for listening and enjoying this and sending your questions. And, you know, it's just been, we wouldn't do this if we didn't have the support that we have. And if the numbers didn't keep growing, then it would seem kind of futile. But it seems like uh, people really have enjoyed listening to this. And so it's very, I enjoy doing it. And so if you guys are going to keep subscribing and sharing, then we'll keep doing this and keep answering your questions. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I just I just wanted to do that at the front because I I feel like some of our longtime listeners might skip some of the ends if they're running low on time or we accidentally sure. talk for three hours. <laughs> that never happens. No, it hasn't yet, and it never will. <laughs> but the yet. But yes, no. It's it's nice to be able to say that when when everybody's listening, and I mean I I know that at the end of some podcasts, whether it's our own or whether it's it's. I, other podcasts where it's just kind of going through the, the rigmarole of everything that, you know, the same thing they do every podcast. Sometimes I'll end it yep. prematurely. And so it is nice to, to mention at the beginning when people have to listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if those people want to send us questions at Sean Cord on Twitter, at David Ron on Twitter, at guys from podcast, email us at the website, whatever. Maybe some people have never heard that. So it's true. It's very put possible. It in there now. Yeah. All right. However, today is about NFL football because the season is finally back. It oh, started yesterday. God. Yeah. By way of when this podcast comes out, but Dave and I are recording early, so we have no idea if Tom Brady is still in the, for the season or not. <laughs> oh God, please. Oh God, somebody. When Julian Edelman got injured, I was pretty heartbroken. I mean, that's that, a big loss. That is a big loss. Like our our receiving core is still very good. And we have we've did some acquisitions in the offseason to, to kind of beef it up. But Edelman, I mean, he's a character guy. He's been with the team for a number of years now. And he's just, he's been a big part of our success. I mean, we wouldn't have won the Super Bowl last year if it wasn't for his circus catch. No, exactly. So Julian Edelman, that one that one was a big loss. And, you know, when I, I heard that it was his knee, I thought, okay, well, maybe it's just a sprain. But it's it sounds really bad. So... That no, it's one, an ACL tear. He's done. Yeah, so that's that's a season long thing. But um, yep. I was talking to the the commissioner of one of my two fantasy football leagues, and he was giving me a hard time. He's like, "Oh, next was Brady." I'm like, "Don't you even say that. You shut your mouth." I just, I don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. We have had every year we have an NFL podcast. Every year we talk about how I don't like the Patriots. Yeah, 
at all. Yeah. But it's not that I don't like Tom or most of the players. I hate Bill Belichick. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Now is I'm that... also not a big Robert Kraft fan, to That's be fair. That's fair. I mean, I. it's really tough, right? Like, he's friends with Trump, and he's... Yep. But, I mean, he's a rich, old, white man. So, I From underst- Boston. What's that? From the Boston-y area, yeah. too, right? So, I understand why... He is friends with Trump, and I mean, even Tom Brady has gone on record to say that he's friends with Trump. So I don't love people's political views, but that doesn't mean that I don't have to. Like, I still love Tom Brady, the quarterback, and I love what he's done for the for the Patriots. And I do feel like he's oh, yeah. generally a fairly good person. But I understand, yeah. like, I mean, I like Bob Kraft because he's the owner of my team. But I also understand why you don't. It's just, it's the. Yeah, he just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I don't like the influence he has over the commissioner's office. That's totally fair. All that sort of like I'm just like, mm, yeah, don't like this. And no. yes, uh, Bill Belichick is 100 percent because of a the cheating. Yeah, and b okay. Let's not mince words here. He came from my division. He would have been the Baltimore Ravens coach. There is no way I will ever like Bill Belichick because he was from my division and is, you know, Bill Belichick. That's fair. And I I figured some of the cheating had a lot to do with it. And I don't love that either because I think they could have won without it. But now there's always going to be a little bit of a question. And, you know, as a Patriots fan, I'm always going to hear that. Like, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe they wouldn't have won at all if they didn't cheat, right? Like, Asterix. Exactly. Asterix, asterix. That that one hurts a little bit. But I also figured the fact that he was from Cleveland probably doesn't help your hatred. When Cleveland was good and stuff, and it's just like, nope, 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 nope. It's like, if... Rex Ryan ended up coaching the Bengals or the Ravens, I would still hate Rex Ryan because he coached the Jets and the Bills, right? Well, I think you'd almost, because the Patriots, other than the fact that we have to play them in the playoffs Mm -hmm. every year almost, Mm -hmm. I don't really have any strong feelings about, like if, let's say, John Gruden was your coach. Yeah. Because he came from my Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. Like, Belichick retires, John Gruden's like, well, I'll be the new coach. He has talked about I wanting would, to come back. He has. Yeah. That's also why I brought him up. Okay. I would, I would actually be more of a Patriots guy then sure. than I am now. If Matt just Patricia, it's just, yeah, if Matt Patricia went and started coaching for the Steelers or coached for, I mean, the Ravens or the or the Browns, I would have a little bit more liking because I really like Matt Patricia. Yeah. Honestly, even if like, who's your do I, should I know who Matt Patricia is? He's our defensive coordinator. Okay, that so that is actually who I was thinking of. Yeah. If Belichick retired and he became your head coach, mm-hmm. I would also be more okay with the Patriots. Because all That's of a sudden that guy I who hate you Bill have Belichick. so much disdain for is gone. Yes. Totally fair. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, as soon as Rex Ryan left the Jets, I hated the Jets a little less. And I mean, like, they're still... It's still division, It's though. still division, but, like... That's how much I loathe Rex Ryan is like... And then he went to Buffalo. (laughs) I know. So, like, the Bills, I always kind of... I I still hate the Jets the most out of any of those three divisional teams. That's fair. But I hated the Jets a lot last year because Rex Ryan coached them. And then when he got fired, I'm like, oh, now you're just the pathetic Bills again. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll get to our predictions later. (laughs) Yeah. 
Second half. Second half. So, Dave, I, I have a question for you as we're on the coaching topic. Sure. We have an explicit rating, which I'm which I'm very pleased about right now. <laughs> How the fuck does Marvin Lewis still have a job? <laughs> Since we're talking about the Bengals? You, you brought up the Bengals, and we've been talking about coaches for six minutes. Like, how? how? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I like, if they make the playoffs again this year and lose in the first round, as is tradition, mm-hmm. he'll probably keep his job. Well, because I think ownership in Cincinnati has just expected that as long as we make the playoffs, that's the status quo, and that's more than enough for us. But that shouldn't be more than enough. I mean, I understand that they're playing in one of the toughest divisions in football. Like, the Steelers are perennially competitors. The The Ravens, depending on the year, they, they are or are not uh, competitors. Like... It depends on the year, but when you play within your division eight times, six times, I guess, there's there's a lot of big matchups, and just the fact and that Cleveland plays and Cleveland hates Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It's the Ohio matchup, Absolutely. so they will, regardless of how much Cleveland is terrible. Yeah, they will play Cincinnati hard yeah. and occasionally beat them. Yeah, and so I understand that it is hard to do well in that division, but. For almost as long as I've been paying attention to the NFL, and I mean, like, I grew up watching some football, but, like, once I started university, then I really became an NFL fan. Right. And the Bengals have always kind of been in the picture, but they've always kind of only been, well, we get to the playoffs through a wild card spot, and then we lose in the first round. Yep. And... If I'm the owner, I, I'm, I'm going, okay, yeah, you keep making the playoffs and we make some money based on, well, probably not because you're not going to be playing in your in your home stadium because you're a wild card team. So well, sometimes they win the division in the third and fourth spot and then they lose to the wild card team. Yeah. It's like you may make some money because of extra playoff revenue, but how much more are you making? And that is not the goal. It's just to make a little bit of extra money. In the grand scheme of things, your goal is to win a Super Bowl. And if you are out every year in the first round, how are you achieving that? And, like, you can't – it's so much easier to get rid of a coach than it is to get rid of a player. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right, like, okay, so do you – is it Andy Dalton? He gets hurt a lot late in the year. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. He's a pretty darn good quarterback. Yeah, he's not bad. Like he's he's I would say he's middle of the pack as far as as far as quarterbacks go. Like he's not elite, but he's not bottom of the barrel by any means. He's not a bad quarterback. No. And like I've had him as my fantasy quarterback and he's done well for me. He beats puts up decent numbers, you know, every every other week and you know, he's Like AJ Green, great great wide receiver. Great wide receiver. Yeah. Their running game is usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Defense, decent. Yeah, like, on paper, it's a decent team. So what is the, the wild card there? Well, it's probably Marvin Lewis. Yeah. And coaches have been fired for less in Way different less. teams. Yeah. Like, Way I remember less. J- jumping briefly over to, to hockey... Um, when Dan Bilesma got fired from the Penguins a couple of years ago, this was after the Penguins lost in the first round of the playoffs. And I asked you, I was like, 
I mean, you guys made the playoffs. Why are you firing your coach? And you said, well, because of the team that we have, we should be doing more than just making the playoffs. Yeah. And I think that was a very articulate point. Right? Where it's just like, hey, Mm -hmm. Biles McGon got Johnson. Johnson didn't do it either. Fired him after a couple years because just making the playoffs and first, second round, not enough. Yeah. Pyre Sullivan, two straight cups. Yeah. So it's just like, there's something to coaching. I realize coaches don't affect the game that much in some sports. No. But in football, I think it's a lot. Yeah. And I mean, is it just Marvin Lewis? Is it the OC and the DC? Do you just do an entire fire sale and get rid of all of your coaching staff like, and just start from scratch? I know that's a scary thing to do. I know it's very scary to take on new coaching when your coach is doing okay for you. But again, is okay enough it shouldn't be it shouldn't be i mean but also like think about two years ago cincinnati won the division okay right Mm -hmm. pretty darn easily too like they beat pittsburgh fairly handily and they had one of the top offenses in the league with eifert and that bernard hill split backfield and aj green was ripping it apart so they finished i think it was third in the afc or whatever then their offensive coordinator, Hugh Jackson, goes to become the head coach in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Last year, Cincinnati doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Mostly the same personnel. Yeah. Mostly. A few changes, but the key components are all there. Yeah. So that... So injuries, sure. There was, they had some injury troubles, but what NFL team doesn't? Certainly. Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I mean, you look at, I can't remember when it was. It was within the last, I want to say, six or seven years when the Bears, what, did they make the Super Bowl with Lovey Smith? Uh, yeah, they did. They played Indianapolis. So that was the year that Indy won the, the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so they, they won the Super Bowl, but the Bears made it and Lovey Smith was their coach. And then the next year he didn't do that well, and all of a sudden Lovey Smith was gone. Like he was no longer yep. part of the part of the Bears. Is he still with the Bucks? Nope. Was he? Was it the Bucks that he was with? Yeah, he was the head coach of the Bucks for a year and a half, two years, and then he got fired as well. Okay. So he's like, he's one of those guys who does okay, but it's the the team doesn't really seem to buy into a system for long, and so as a result, he doesn't tend to stay anywhere too long, which is kind of sad. Like he's a decent dude, but. Um, well, and that um, that Super Bowl team was defense and special teams. That was when Hester ran a kickoff back for a touchdown every game. Yeah. That was that year, right? So Right. Like, I don't know if that's... Like, is that enough? I don't... You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah. Now, to be Apparently, fair, Lovey Smith is now yeah. a head coach in college. Yeah, in Illinois. Like, I just looked th- that up, so... Yeah. But maybe that's maybe that's where he is better suited. I know, I mean, Jim Harbaugh went from the Niners to Michigan. Yeah. So maybe... Some- Although, to be fair, he never did anything to deserve not having his job still in San Francisco, other than the fact that it seemed like they just stopped liking him. Certainly. And, and I do agree with that. But now, was it... Did they fire him, or did he leave of his own volition to go to Michigan? I thought he just left because an opportunity to coach at his alma mater was was there. Writing was kind of on the wall. Okay. 
so he left of his own volition, but it almost was like, you should probably find another job. Yeah. I see. Okay. But Jim Harbaugh seems very well suited to be coaching Michigan. He also was a very good coach in the NFL. Like, I think he yep. was kind of an asshole and was probably really hard to play for, but he got yeah. results. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. And, I mean, look at the state of the Niners after Jim Harbaugh left. Yeah, there's some personnel <laughs> issues and Chip yeah. Kelly and stuff, so. Yes, there certainly are. But, I mean, you think about their success pre and post Jim Harbaugh, and hindsight is always easier. It's always twenty twenty. but you look at that that state of, of the team and kind of go, oh, well, I wonder what would have happened had we kept Jim Harbaugh. But yeah. it's hard to say. But with guys like Lovey Smith, they don't have a long tenure in the league and they kind of bounce around. But maybe somewhere uh, you like... You don't really know much about Lovey Smith, huh? <laughs> he, he, he coached for eight years at the Bears. What? Yeah. Wow. He was the head coach from 2004 to 2012. Okay, fair enough. He was enough. one of the longest tenure coaches in the league when he left. Jeebus. Yeah. Well, but, like, that's that's a... That might be more of a we want to change mm-hmm. firing. I think where it's like let's go in a different direction. But no, Lovey Smith was the coach during those like the Erlocker years. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I just saw that. Like, and then was a before that defensive coordinator, and he was with the box as a what does LB stand for? Linebacker. Oh, okay. Oh, so he played as a linebacker for the box. Yep. Interesting. Okay, so I mean like. Played some time in the NFL and then coached for eight years. Well, that's my bad. I just, I just, maybe I never really paid much attention to the Bears because I didn't, <laughs> I don't remember Lovey Smith as the coach at all. And all of a sudden, that year where they just come out of nowhere and make the Super Bowl, everybody's talking about Lovey Smith, you know? Yeah. But, no, he was, he was there for a long time. Okay. So that's interesting. But I mean, like you said, maybe it was the, just daytime, they started. Or they decided that maybe it's time for a change, and so they decided to go elsewhere. Yeah. And so he goes to the Bucks for a couple of years, and now he's in in Illinois. And I really hope that he does well. Like I hope that that he finds success because he seems like a good dude. Yeah, he really does. He was a good coach for Chicago, but I get that idea of wanting to change the system. I think you and I did a podcast about whether you'd rather hire somebody new or promote from within. And I can't remember mm-hmm. when that was, but it was a long time ago. And we, we had that conversation of, you know, under a certain management, you would, like, if, if, you're, if your head coach gets fired or, or res- retires or gets another job and leaves, then you if you promote somebody like, say, your offensive coordinator, then you're probably going to be playing a very similar system and maybe you need that change. Whereas if you hire somebody from outside then that brings about a different change right and that kind of gives you a different look for your team and sometimes that's the way you want to go and sometimes it's not it depends on what your management wants and and you know just it's hard to tell what the what the right move is and i don't think there is any one particularly right call it's just you know it's case by case yeah it always just seems like if you make one choice and it goes wrong then people all of a sudden start second guessing you but how the hell are you to know that making the other choice was any better? Yeah, exactly. So, I just keep thinking, like, I, I actually, as I was prepping for this today, I was thinking about 
um, the Patriots and just thinking, like, there will come a time when Tom's gone and Bill's gone, and my God, I just, I don't know what the state of the Patriots are going to be. And, you know, there's been a, a 15 years of amazing football as a Patriots fan, but at a certain point, that is going to come crashing down, and there's theoretically going to be a lot of miserable years, and I'll only have the, the glory years to look back on, so... You know, yeah. I don't know if that's the case, but it's it, it it is definitely worrisome for me. Well, hopefully the like I would think that the Patriots at this point have ascended to where they are more of a prestige franchise. Mm-hmm. But even then, like the Cowboys had some crap years. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco sucks. Oh, for uh, sure. Well, I mean, Oakland the Steelers has had some tough years. Who? Sorry, Oakland. Absolutely. They had some really tough years. I mean, Oakland was one of those teams where they were almost the like a second buy. It's like, okay, we're going into Oakland. This is going to be, you know, we, we still have to play, but this isn't going to be a hard hard game. And, you know, they have really turned that around. I mean, every year or every team has those hard years. It just it depends on how long the hard years last, right? Like you look at the Steelers yep. when they when Terry Bradshaw was, was playing for them and they won the four or five? With Terry four. Bradshaw? Four with Terry Bradshaw? They won yeah. four with Terry Bradshaw. Oh, right, yeah. So they won four with Terry Bradshaw, and, you know, and then in the 80s they were okay, but, like, the late 90s and 2000s, you know, with Ben and, and um, uh, <laughs> like, Jerome Bettis, like, kind of the beginning of that time, there were, you know, the, the Steelers were okay. So there are bounce backs. It's just, again, how long is the bounce back going to take? Yeah, I'd say the Ben and uh, Bettis year was pretty good, considering we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to think of, like, because Bettis they was before They only played together ben. for one year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, okay, so there's the Ben years, but there was also, like, the Jerome Bettis and, like, the Cordell Stewart years, where they were okay. The Cordell Stewart years were okay. Yeah. Then there was, like, Tommy Maddox for a couple years. Yeah. And, yeah, like, you need to find that quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the so, biggest thing is in Tom we have an incredible quarterback and I mean yeah to this day everybody wonders what would have happened had Drew Bledsoe not gotten injured that that 2000 2001 season you know yeah like if Drew Bledsoe is in, is healthy the entire time does Tom get a chance does he does he go somewhere else and then become this tremendous quarterback or does he just play as a backup this entire his entire career because he never really gets the shot you know it's just the the what ifs yeah is he as good if he's not in that system absolutely yeah like is is brady is good without belichick is belichick is good without brady you know like there's there's well there's an 11 and 5 matt castle year we can talk about (laughs) oh god now we're coming back to the tom brady injury it's like the greatest hits dave (laughs) one of my favorite things about doing this nfl podcast year in and year out is the first part we always do we always talk about football for the first half and then we get to our picks in the second half and it seems like there's a different topic every year you know and this year we kind of started with the coaching it's like we haven't really gotten into a lot of coaching in the last couple years i mean i'm sure we touched on a little bit because i'm sure this is not sure pardon me Bits and pieces, sure. Yeah, but not like... But never the whole first section. <laughs> yeah, which I don't mind. I mean, it's, it's cool to kind of diversify a little bit. And um, I, I certainly know that this is not the first time I've talked about my distaste for Rex Ryan, but 
No, it is definitely not. Nor my distaste for Bill Belichick. Also true. Yeah, but so, the fact that we don't often talk about Marvin Lewis or John Gruden or anybody like that. I wish John Gruden was still coaching. I love him. Right? I really He's such do. a good coach, too. He is a good coach and just seems like a good dude. Like, when he does, is it Monday Night Football that he does with Troy Aikman? No, it's uh, not Troy Aikman. Not it's Troy, Aikman, Troy is yes. with Joe Buck. It's um, like Mike Tirico or something with John Gruden. Yeah. Yeah, and like he's a really good color guy. It kills me when they when they cut to the actual broadcast booth and Gruden's got like he's just got the worst hair in the world. <laughs> he does. Like it's just that long straight hair. It's never really styled. He never does anything with it. Like his haircut hasn't changed since he was a coach of the Bucks. The only yeah. difference is he's not wearing a visor anymore. That said, I think John Gruden's a great mind for football. I think he's a pretty decent dude, and I really like hearing what he has to say because he's very insightful. Yeah. So if John Gruden... Oh, man. Speaking of insightful, did you have something else you wanted to say on John Gruden? I was just going to say, if he came back and actually did coach somewhere, somewhere that needed it, I would be very happy for him because I think... He would. I think he he deserves it, and I think the team would be doing themselves a huge service by hiring him. Yeah, I just don't know where needs a coach yet. Not at the, the moment. Just starting. Yeah. So there's I mean, all the the ones that needed have new coaches. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that he's expressed interest. Who knows? Next, you know, in the next off season, maybe that's when he comes back. But you know, inevitably, some coach is going to get fired at some point over the next seventeen weeks. Uh, well, I can pretty much assure you that it won't be Belichick. It won't be Carroll. No. It won't be Tomlin. Mm-hmm. I can't see. Steelers don't fire coaches unless we really, really need to. Yeah, I don't see it being Tomlin either. That would have been one of the ones um, that I didn't think. And I am sure that Marvin Lewis will still have a job. <laughs> because why not? Way to bring that back. Nicely done. But I was I was actually going to pivot for the last few minutes yeah. before we get to our picks. Yeah, because you said, speaking um, of insightful. Yeah. Phil Sims no longer calling games with Jim Nance. What? Mm, Tony Romo's taking his spot. Mm. So what's happening to Phil, Phil Sims Sims? Uh, he moved to the morning show on CBS. Wait, so he's part of, like, the, the morning show? Yeah, like the, the Sunday football show where it's oh, JB and... Right. Because Fox does one and CBS does one. So okay. Phil Sims moved on to that. And Fox has like seven guys, so they might as well do that for, for CBS too. Uh, what? Doesn't Fox have like seven guys on the morning show? Uh, Or is that CBS? Kurt I don't hosts. know. No, I, th- I think you're thinking of CBS because CBS is... No, they're usually... They're like five or six each. Yeah. I don't know, because there's one that Terry Bradshaw's on. I can't remember if he's on the Fox. That's Fox. That, yeah, so it just like... Because that's Kurt, Terry, Howie, Michael Strahan, and Jimmy Johnson. That's five. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. And CBS doesn't have, you know, they have a lot too, and that actually <laughs> drives me crazy. I don't... I mean, I get why there's a bunch of different guys, but it's just like... And I've, I've seen other people write about it too, and it's just like... Those guys are the five funniest guys in the world to those five guys. Yep, pretty much. And everybody else is like, you guys are idiots. I can't stand you. But they just laugh and laugh and laugh. Which I don't mind their insight at like halftime and stuff. Where yeah. they're like, well, this is what's going on here. And like, yeah, yeah Jimmy Johnson understands what's going on because he's Jimmy Johnson. He should, if he wanted to still be coaching, he would be. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, like Howie Long's a was a, a decent football player, and I mean Michael Strahan. As much as I can't really say that I like him because of the whole Giants beating the Patriots twice thing, great, great football player. So yeah. I I get it, and I mean I would rather listen to those guys than um, uh, Phil Phil Sim Sims. Phil, I don't Phil, Phil, Phil Phil. Well, no, Phil I was going to say what the hell is the the guy who does the the halftime show on Monday Night Football? Um, the Schwab oh. and Boomer. Um, the hell is his name? Oh, uh, Chris Berman? Chris Berman, yeah. I don't like Chris Berman. The guy drives me crazy. I liked him. I think he's gotten a little bit... I don't know if his heart's still in it. Because I liked him, like, a decade ago. Yeah, he wasn't Even two decades ago, when I was, like, 12? I yeah. watched that show all the time. It's just, like, he's... He's too caricature now, I think. And I think that's what I don't like about him. That's fair. Yeah. But, since we're talking about analysts and everything you know who i really like and who i'm i'm really glad is still kind of kicking as far as uh color goes is chris collinsworth oh yeah he's really good i think i don't there's there's guys who some guys really like joe buck and a lot of and some guys really don't and like i like aikman and some guys don't and like there are some guys who nobody really agrees on but i don't think i've ever met anybody who really doesn't like chris collinsworth i think the guy like he's got a cool voice for it like he's he's got an interesting sounding voice but he also knows what the hell he's talking about yeah he really does and he adds a lot of insight to he really a, does especially when you're looking at an offense cuz mm-hmm. that's where he came from right yeah. so yeah exactly so i mean he sense. might be able to tell you about the defense but he's very very astute when it comes to anything offensive and it's just it it really makes watching those games that much more enjoyable plus did he not call the butt fumble game (laughs) he might have (laughs) i think he might have and that was a glorious day oh god the butt fumble (laughs) poor mark sanchez does he still have a job i don't mark sanchez i i don't think so just let me double check here i'm on it already we're good I, I want to say he doesn't. Bears. Uh, he's with the Bears? As of today, yes. Huh. But they have, like, Trubisky, who's been playing really well in the preseason. Right. And Glennon, who they paid a lot for to get him out of Tampa. Okay. And and Sanchez. So if he sticks with him, he'd be third quarterback. Right. Well, I mean... I guess that's better than nothing. And in all honesty, like, Mark Sanchez is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's only so much that you can expect from somebody like that. So, I don't know, man. Just as long as he doesn't butt fumble again. (laughs) I don't know. That was... That was such a great game. Especially because you were living with a Jets fan. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you guys watching that together? I think so. I think you were, because I remember texting both of you, because I am also <laughs> friends with Neil. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also watched that game, and the Patriots scored, was it like 28 points in six minutes? Something like that. Mostly was... off of turnovers and butt fumbles and stuff. Yeah. And it was... Like, this, is, this is the worst. Well, and it was one of those games, like, I love when my team wins, but I'm also, I try to be a fairly gracious loser, because I've had bad experiences in the past where I have been a little gloaty, and it's completely come back to bit me bite me in the ass and so only for like a decade yeah whatever. but i have learned from my mistakes and so as a flames fan and as somebody who has learned from those mistakes i don't really rub it in when my team trounces another team and 
that game, I, I like it was embarrassing, and I just felt so bad for Neil. And I was just like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like, I think we ended up turning it off because it was just like this game is over, and it's no fun for either of us. Like those yeah. games are always really fun when you're when it's close and competitive, but when it's when it's a route, it's just like, well, I don't. I'm yeah, it's great to score a lot of points, but there's no competition, and it's almost like I don't know. It's just it's it's almost insulting to the other team so i just it's really hard to watch it from that standpoint like okay <laughs> what I, i've really enjoyed some 41 to 7 beatings of the ravens in my time so fair <laughs> i mean the other the other thing is you don't necessarily want to run up the score but at the same time if you let your foot off the gas and that team starts to come back in then yeah. it's really hard to put your foot down on the gas again. Then all of a sudden you lose the Super Bowl in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh whoops. Yeah. Or you have a twenty one point lead in the AFC finals and Peyton makes <laughs> a roaring comeback and I keep getting wee text messages from Sean. Yeah. Are you happy that Peyton Manning has retired so I can't send you Peyton gifts every time he beats the Patriots? Yeah, I really am. Plus, you it was You kind time of missed them, though? No. Well, no, because now you st- you still send them to me only about other things. It's just Peyton there. Whereas, like, it's not to sp- to, to fan my hatred of, of, of Peyton or, like, get me riled up. It's more just like... Hey, I just ate a really good sandwich, and you'll just send me the picture of Peyton the giving me the thumbs up as he's driving. Oh, so, yeah. like, did you watch any of what any of uh, Peyton's thing at the at the ESPYS this year? A little, yeah, I did. Like, I don't love Peyton Manning, the the quarterback, because there's the 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 Brady Peyton rivalry. But man, it's hard not to like the dude as a human being. Yeah, he's just a great dude. He really is. He just like he's got a great sense of humor and his like his Super Bowl party sketch was so funny this year. And so oh, like man. I I I have a lot of respect for Peyton and even him like on Saturday Night Live is one of the best things ever. When he's whipping footballs at those kids, it is amazing. Yes. And the MasterCard commercials. Yeah. I love that MasterCard commercial when he's in the hotels at different places and they're trying to trash talk him and he's just so nice about it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Guy puts down a fruit basket, he's like, don't choke. It's like, oh, that that's a great tip. I'll cut it up, put it in a fruit salad. Thanks. He's like, <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah, it's so good. So stuff like that, like, Peyton is such a good dude. I'm, like, he was getting to that point where he needed to retire. He just didn't have it oh, yeah. anymore. But he like didn't. no, arm strength was gone. Yeah, so many neck injuries. It's just it's yeah. time to hang it up. What a better way to go as well? Right, exactly. So no, yeah. I yeah, it's just there were a lot of fun days. Yeah, yeah that that one that one game. Uh, I guess my final thought the um, just this couple like a month ago or so was Tom's fortieth birthday. And so one at like Yahoo Sports or something gave the the top forty moments of Tom Brady's career, right? And not all good moments. Like it was just the top forty things that happened. So like the sure. the Super so Bowl losses were there. And all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even yeah. that. Um, but the the two Super Bowl losses to the Giants. But the as I was going through and I was reading all all forty of them, and I got to the to the collapse against the 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 Colts, 
and all I could picture was text messages from text messages from you popping up with just wee w-h-e-e exclamation mark is like oh my god it just like even now is ptsd (laughs) well and it's just i'm glad i stuck around because i was thinking of bailing on the game i'm like ugh. yeah it's look terrible today (laughs) i uh do i really want to watch the rest of it and then they came out and they looked a little better i'm like okay great they scored one, and the first one was kind of sarcastic, where yeah. it's just like, yeah, good job, oh, Colts. We, yeah, we, we're quote-unquote making a comeback, ha-ha-ha. Yeah, we as insofar as I'm cheering for Peyton Manning, because I want Peyton Manning to win stuff, I'm still a Steelers and Bucks fan. <laughs> yeah, and we as in not the Pats. You were cheering. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I am always against Belichick in mm-hmm. games. Yeah, so that's what I meant by Except we. when they play the yeah. Ravens, then I just hate myself. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it started off as like sarcastic, like we, they got some points, Dave. It's 24 to seven. (laughs) Woohoo. But then they kept scoring and it kept getting more fun. And the wees kept getting longer. Uh, and then I hated my life. Yep. (laughs) I think my favorite, other than when I found that cut that meat sketch or gif from that weird commercial he was in, I think also for MasterCard. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was when you were still in grad school and I was still in my undergrad, and they played that Thursday night game where Bill Belichick made a terrible fourth down call on, like, the 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got our friend Derek, who we mention all the time, to open up your computer for me, and then I put a picture of Peyton Manning call- using a call symbol, but the symbol is L, like loser, and I locked that as your background on your computer. <laughs> Yeah, I was really thrilled about that one. <laughs> good times. <laughs> You're a good friend, Sean. I try. <laughs> I will say this. I don't love the Steelers, but when the Steelers are playing the Ravens, I am 100% a Steelers fan. Yep. Like, I don't I don't love Tomlin, and I don't love Roethlisberger, but I hate the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Whether or not I love your team aside, when they are playing the Ravens, I am 100% black and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of the way it goes. All right. Well, we should probably get to our discussion of what's gonna, what we think is going to happen next year, having yep. not seen the first game this of the year. season. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, our second half is brought to you by the fine people at Rocky's Gunatorium. You know, Dave, there are a variety of situations where a Facebook notification or email just won't do. It's true. Nothing has the same appeal, personal touch, nor the same memorability as hired goons. Hired goons? Rocky's Goonatorium has been operating since 1928 and has provided quality and effective service that only strong lineage goons can provide. Rocky's Goonatorium. Gooning for you has been great since Calvin Coolidge was stumping at your gate. And we're back. So now we get to go into the part where we try to pretend that we know what we're talking about, but really it's just a crapshoot. Although you say that, but we do hold ourselves accountable on theguysfrom.com. You can see our how our picks have done. Mm-hmm. Like I always go through and talk about how we did. Yep. We're not terrible at this. We're not bad. I mean, there, we are better than some, I feel. And there's a couple this year that I think are locks 
again, this is all provided there's no injuries or anything. Like, provided everybody stay, most of the team stays healthy, I think there are yep. some things that you're good. But, I mean, as of our recording this, the, the Patriots haven't played their first game yet. So we don't know how that's going to go. We don't know if there were any injuries. So we could be predicting this, and God forbid Tom goes down with an injury, that could be our season, right? So... This yep, is it could be. This is you know it's all speculative at this point, but all things considered, I think we do okay. Yeah, we really do. I think one of us got three of the four teams in the championship. I think so. Year. So like we're not we're not bad at this. No, <laughs> we're really not. It's just it's so hard, and we're prefacing this to make sure that nobody's stupid enough to bet using us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, I listen to the guys from, and they seem to know what they're talking about. So uh, I'm going to pick the the Flying Snyders to win it all. Yeah. (laughs) Go, Flying Snyders. (laughs) What did you do for prep? Like, how did you pick? I mostly just kind of went based on how things went last year, and just a lot of it was just kind of the way teams are trending, and just kind of a lot of it has got feeling, you know? Okay. What about you? I went week by week, and I... I have records for every team. Records for every team? Yeah. What do you All mean? 32 teams, I played out what I think would happen in each game in my head, oh. and then I recorded what I who I thought would win. Jeebus. Based on what I know right now. So I have records for all 32 teams. So basically, you have decided how every team is going to finish their season. Uh, it, with no injuries, and based on what I think before the season starts, yes. Good lord. You should remind uh, me of that next year. I was watching a preseason year. game. What's that? I was watching a preseason game okay. on Sunday, uh, and I was just like, well, we're doing this. I knew we were doing this on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure I'd be able to have the time to do a whole lot of prep otherwise, so I just thought, why don't I look at it like this? I've got a couple hours. Let's just do it. So I did. Okay. You remind me that when we do this again a year from now, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i do the same thing and see how close we get. Like We can really do an in-depth one next year. I just and didn't we think- could do a full... That could be the full podcast where we go division by division, first half's AFC, second half's NFC and championships. That could be fun. That could be fun. Okay, let's let's think about that for next year. Slash maybe somebody remind me too, because that's a year from now. Also that. There's there's a lot of things that happen between now and next September, so Yeah. <clears throat> okay. No, but I mean it's at least an interesting idea. So I'm certainly down for, for doing that. I mean we could have a quick ten minute preamble and then just get right into it. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, that sounds fun. I really like that idea. Cool. Cool. All right, then. So we should start with the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win the AFC East, Dave? Patriots. They're the team to beat. It's just they're the defending Super Bowl champions. It has to be the Patriots. Yep. I am in agreement. I have also taken the Patriots. I, I just... Miami has Jay Cutler. He was going to retire, and they pulled him out of retirement to quarterback them because Ryan Tannehill's gone. I just, they they might have been the best shot. The Jets are still in a rebuild, I think, and the Bills are the Bills. So it, it it's tough to, to say year in and year out how they're going to do, but it's it's the Patriots. Anyone is, like, anyone goes down, this changes. But as mm-hmm. long as the Patriots stay relatively healthy, they should have no trouble getting out of the AFC East. And it's also going to inflate their uh, sched- or not their schedule, their uh, record. Yeah, because they have absolutely. one. Of, in my opinion, they have one of, if not the worst, division in football. I I agree, and I mean so, I think there was 
there was a point, and it's the same in baseball, it's the same in hockey, it's the same in football. Divisions do have a tendency to flip flop. I mean, at one point, the like the the NFC uh, West was the easiest football and the easiest division of football. Oh yeah, it was awful. It was just you could abysmal. win it with a losing record. Like yeah, terrible. And and so that is kind of the way that the game goes. But the Patriots are definitely lucky in the sense that they have a very easy division. the the NFC the AFC North, which is what we're going to get to next. Yeah. is perennially a very difficult one because the Ravens are always tough, the Steelers are always tough, the Bengals are so-so, and then you have Cincinnati, or then you have Cleveland. But yeah. those other three teams are, every year they're competing for that for that divisional winner. Yep, pretty much. So, since we're there, who do you have, Sean? Steelers. Yeah, that's what I've got too. We, Again, didn't get wor- we did not get worse. We got better than we were last year. By a considerable margin on both sides of the ball. So they stay and healthy. They're good. You've got Le'Veon playing the entire season, provided he doesn't get hurt. So you've got the the best running back and the best wide receiver in the well, one of in each position, the best in Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Like Yep. The Steelers are a lights out team. So I never count them out, and I'm always scared to play against them. And the linebacker core got better. We have TJ Watt oh. on one side. Yeah, we got that was our first round pick was Watt. So JJ's okay. little brother, yeah. who JJ says is as good as he is, and I tend to listen to JJ Watt when he talks about defense. Uh, JJ Watt doesn't know anything. Uh, and his preseason was ridiculous. Was it? Yeah, he wasn't playing every snap because he's probably a one. But oh, okay. <laughs> I think in his first game he had three. Was it two sacks, one forced fumble? Oh, God. Or something like that in two series? The kid is so fast, and he's super strong. He's a Watt. Yeah. Now, granted, it's always tough, and I'm not disparaging what you just said, but, like, it's always tough to know how that's going to play out into a real game because the the preseason is all tryouts and everything, but that Uh, still bodes very well for somebody who's... Is he fresh out of college? Yep. Yeah, so... Like, it looks very good, and that <clears throat> that is going to help Pittsburgh's chances, for sure. Well, it, it just it means the linebacker core is Dupree, Shazier, and Watt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. with Harrison. So, like, our linebacking got better again. Yeah. As long as Watt pays off. Like you said, you never know, a rookie, but so far, oof. That's a good, it's a good little litmus test to see how he's going to fare in the actual regular season. Yeah. Oof. Okay, well, uh, well, it's well right. for my future picks. Okay, <laughs> AFC West. Oh no, sorry, AFC South. Yes. Who do you all have? Right. I've got Tennessee. Me as well. Do you? Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, speaking of bad divisions. This used to be a fairly decent division. I mean, this is not horrible, but like Indy with Andrew Luck was touted to be a just a remarkable up-and-coming team and they haven't done much in the last couple of years and and Houston uh, they've got quarterback problems I hope the kid from Clemson Watson steps in and does pretty well but from the mm-hmm. sounds of it they're starting with Savage right and uh has he thrown a touchdown pass in his career yet I don't know because he's played a lot and I don't know that he has yeah it's always tough with that I mean like God, when they even last year when they signed Brock Osweiler, 
to that ludicrous contract. I was just going, you guys are dumb. Like, he was playing on a Super Bowl-winning Denver Broncos is not an indication of how well Brock Osweiler is going to play because they won that in spite of Peyton Manning, not because of Peyton Manning or Brock Osweiler. Yeah. So the fact that they signed him to this massive contract and now he's being buried is just, it's, yeah. Was I in Cleveland. Th- yeah, he is in Cleveland now, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, they traded to get rid of his contract. And then, <laughs> I don't remember... Again, we're we're doing this early enough. He might have also been cut. It could very well be. I'm not sure. But that's just like, I mean, he's got a great agent. But man, that's uh, that's a that's a risk. So anyway, I see. I feel like the AFC South is is pretty wide open right now. It's and very winnable, and I think the Titans are on the ascendancy. They looked mm-hmm. real good last year. That defense yep. is good. Their offense got better. They got Decker out of the Jets. So now yep. Mariota's got another somebody to throw to. That two-headed monster of DeMarco Murray and Henry out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. In the running game, Dick LeBeau defense. And Marcus like. isn't a bad quarterback. Like, I think... No, he's always been good. Yeah, so I think Tennessee has a real shot at this year. And in all honesty, I would love to see Tennessee make it because I love Nashville. And, like, so I have a little bit of a soft spot for the Titans. And it's just... right. They're, you know, they, they've only ever been okay. So it'd be nice to see them make a little bit of noise. Well, they were pretty good when they first moved. That's true. Where did they, they come they, from? Houston. That's what I thought. Okay. They were the yeah. Oilers. Then they moved. Then they played the greatest show on turf in that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Right. Because they had well, uh, Steve McNair and mm-hmm. Eddie George and... Yeah. yeah. So I guess this incarnation of the Titans... You know, after they kind of went into their their slide a little bit, it's it's just nice to see them starting to surge in the right direction again. Yeah, yeah. All right then, AFC West, Oakland. Yeah, me too. Wow, four for four, hey. The That's one that scary. I wasn't sure. I know the one that I wasn't <laughs> sure about with you was uh, Tennessee. Like I figured the other three we'd probably be the same, but Tennessee was the one I was a little on the fence. But I mean. If Derek Carr can stay healthy, if Derek Carr could stay healthy last year, I don't know the Patriots make the Super Bowl. If Derek Carr stays healthy last year, my pick of Oakland winning the division last year would have been right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the guy's a phenomenal quarterback. Oakland is doing all the right things. They are finally able to play on the East Coast a little bit. And they have Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, Marshawn (laughs) came out of retirement for... To go play in is basically his hometown. He's an Oakland boy, right? Yeah, he is. That that yeah. is exactly why he came because they're moving to Las Vegas in two years. So yeah. he signed a two year contract. So the last two years in Oakland, he could play in Oakland, which seems pretty fitting. So, you know, it's a really cool move too. Like I, really I like is. that a lot. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And now that he's not playing against a team that my old roommates and my cousin love, I have a lot more time of day for Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. I mean, my cousin's husband is is a massive Oakland fan, but he's also a pretty quiet dude, so I don't hear him rubbing it in as often as any of the other stupid Seattle fans. So <laughs> I don't mind Marshawn playing for Oakland, and I think it's a really cool thing. Like, if he wasn't necessarily done, I think he's still got a couple years in him, so why not come out of retirement, play a couple seasons for your the team that you grew up loving and, you know, kind of as a way to say goodbye to Oakland and then retire on your terms again? Yeah, that's their send-off. Yeah, so, okay. Cool. So we're in agreement here. I feel like now this is where we start to get a little 
discrepancy is in our wildcard picks. In theory, yes. Who's your wildcard one? Kansas City. Mine as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually have them tied on record with the Raiders and tie breaks go to the Oakland. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. I have the Chiefs as a very, very strong five. Interesting. Okay. I like what they're doing. Uh, if Alex Smith goes down, they do have that kid Mahomes. Right. Out of college who's real good, and he's got an arm on him. Like, he might have had the best arm in the draft. Okay. So that changes what they do. Think about Tyreek Evans going vertical from a quarterback who can throw it 70 yards. Yep. Yep, so, that's fair. Yeah, I like what they can do a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, and I mean, they're just one of those teams where over the last couple of years they've done all the right things. I mean, they've been a little bit of a little bit in- injury screwed the last couple of years, um, yeah. and that has really affected. I mean, the year that that the the Broncos won the Super Bowl, the Chiefs were in contention. Was that the year that they won eight straight games or something like that, or twelve straight games? Like they they just put it on towards the end of the season, and you know they just if they could string together a f- complete regular season, I feel like the Chiefs could be very, very good. Well, they did last year. Yeah, they did, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, well, they won the division last year. Right. Strung together a lot of good games. They lost to Steelers in the playoffs. Okay. They were the, what, like the two? Something like that. I actually Behind. still have the standings on, on my phone right now. So, um, yeah, New England, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Houston. Yep. And then Oakland and so, Miami were the wild cards. Yeah, exactly. So, because we played Miami first, and then we had to go to Kansas City, beat them, and then we went to Foxborough. Right. So, yeah. Like, they were good. It's just mm-hmm. they don't just. play, or their NFC lineup wasn't like the Steeler one or whatever. Or the Steelers yeah. just have to play the AFC North. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's what's your second AFC wildcard? Why it's the Bengals, Dave. Is it? It is the Bengals. I have a four-way tie at nine and seven. And the Bengals winning on tie breaks. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I've got... Is Houston in that nine and seven? No, they are not. Because oh, I've got Houston as my, as my second wild card. Okay, sure. Yeah. So there's our first difference. I could definitely see that if their quarterback situation gets figured out. And that's that's the thing that I'm a little on the fence about. And I, I looked at it, and I changed it, and I looked at it, and I changed it. But I'm in my gut, there's just not a lot of other teams that will also be wildcard teams. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to go with, with Houston and just see how that goes. No, that's fair. If they have the defense to do it. I just don't know if that offense can score points. <laughs> That's the that's the question, right? I mean, they did win the the division last year, but again, that's a division win. That's that's not wild card. I mean, in a soft division, if you can do it, great. But if they don't get the the record, then they have to be as good as what did you say? Nine and nine and uh, nine seven? and seven. Nine and seven nine is seven. what I have making the playoffs with the second wild card in the AFC. Wow, interesting. That sounds about right. That's usually about where it is. Usually about there, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's okay. ten and six, but I yeah, that's it, just it hovers around that around that area. Unless you're playing in the AFC West, oh, but yeah. if that wasn't a wild card. That was that was just you win the division at seven and nine. 
Oh, the old NFC West? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, NFC West. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So those are... Now where, did, now where were we going? Were we going to the AFC Finals? Uh, no, NFC East. And back Sticking to NFC. with divisions okay, cool. first. Okay, yep. that's what I thought. For me, in the NFC, it's got to be Dallas. Okay. Giants. Is it? Yep. Sophomore slump. For Dak? I, yeah, and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, well, he's suspended for, what, six games? Six games. So that's yeah. six games without Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. In that division where they're just going to beat each other up. Yeah. Giants I just, have had the Cowboys number. Cowboys have not beaten the Giants yet huh. in, like, three years. <laughs> the Giants just somehow always manage to win. The Giants' receiving core is improved. Remember, they got Brandon Marshall. Their defense oh, is where yeah. they invested even more money. So their defense is better, and their offense is better. <laughs> hmm. So it's down to Eli. As long as Eli has a good Eli year, I think the Giants are going to take that division. And that's always the question, right, is is what Eli is going to show up. Yep. If it's, if it's mediocre Eli, you're fine. If it's crappy Eli, you're third in the division. Yeah, which could so. still make the playoffs. You never know. It's true. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, again, just based on how Dallas did last year, Zeke not being there for six games is going to hurt them for sure. Yep. But it all depends on, I mean, to me, it all depends on Dak. If he can come out with the numbers that he did last year, then not even the numbers, but just, you know, the skill and, and just the, the clarity that he had last year when he was playing and the poise, then they might be okay. But it's just, it's it's all a question of, of Dak to me. Uh, for me, for Dallas, it's their defense. That's fair. Yeah. They're very injured, very inconsistent defense. Yeah. So, like, I, some days they look like they could beat anybody, and then the next day they're going to give up 50 points. So it's just like, yeah. I just, I like the consistency that the Giant defense showed last year. And right. And Brandon Marshall on the other side of Odell Beckham Jr. God about Ooh, Brandon man. Marshall. That is, yeah, that one's going to be interesting. It's a tough division. It is. It's not. Yeah. It, we don't have the same terrible record as we do with a division that's coming up, but <laughs> yeah, it is a tough one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, again, time will tell, and oh, yeah. we have at, at this point we have a twenty-five percent uh, chance that one of us is right. So, yeah, exactly. You know, could very well be the Flying Snyders, but I <laughs> sincerely doubt that. No, that that's a pretty crappy defense. <laughs> uh, I was going. Somebody posted. It was like a, a a bunch of quarterback memes the other day, and um, you know there was one for Tom that kind of made fun of him, and like just basically made fun of all these different quarterbacks. And the one there was one that showed a picture of uh, RG three, and it it said uh, I put a an RG RG three sticker on my car, and now it won't start. <laughs> <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that hurts. Uh, and I have nothing against RG three. He just like injuries kind of screwed him, and he just didn't amount to the guy that everybody thought he was going to. Yeah, he really didn't. Yeah, but it's too bad. The, he was really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, and even the first couple of years, he was okay. But like, you know, because at one point it was, do the the Colts take RG three or do they take Luck? And I mean, they're not as good as they were a couple of years ago, but I think they at least he's still starting. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Well, he hasn't thrown a ball yet, so... Really? Jesus. We'll see. Oof. 
Interesting. Again, man. as of our recording this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I just write down the Packers for you in the North as well? Yep. Or, okay, yep. good. It just, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, how can you discount him? Jordy Nelson's healthy again, I think, right? Yeah, they also got Martellus Bennett. Yeah, so... And their defense is good. Yeah, so... so anybody betting against again without injuries anybody getting betting against green bay is probably in for a rude awakening yeah because like lions are always a crapshoot mm-hmm. like a complete crapshoot they could be great this year or they could be terrible who knows did you see speaking of the lions that matt stafford just got himself a nice little hefty pay raise oh yeah yeah he's the highest paid player yeah like I... his numbers are spectacular Sure. It is never really his... He'll make a stupid mistake every once in a while, but it is rarely his fault. That is They've true. They've had it's... terrible play calling. They've had a yeah. defense that gives up ridiculous plays, and they take stupid penalties. It's true. So it's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, Matt Stafford, I wouldn't mind having Matt Stafford as my fantasy quarterback because the guy puts up good numbers. Like, yeah. he's not a bad one to have on your team. It's just he's playing for a not great team. Yeah. So, or just an inconsistent team, as you were saying. Like, it, there's inconsistency there, right? So that's the that's the the shittiness of it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, maybe that's where John Gruden goes. I can see that. How fun would be that be? There. That John would be Gruden really fun. like resurrects the Detroit Lions and makes them a like a powerhouse. That would be a great time. That would be all right. Are they a dome? I, te- they're not a dome team, are they? They are a dome team. So he could still wear his visor and everything. Were they? were i think yeah they still i can't are. remember if they still are i think they still are i seem to remember at least last year highlights of the of the lions playing and i'm pretty sure they were in a dome so i'm pretty sure they're remember. still in the yeah. dome because that makes all the difference but i'd just be really excited that he could wear his visor again yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right dave neither of us probably want to pick in this stupid division but we have to <laughs> so what are you thinking is going to happen in the nfc south i've got your bucks really they were making some noise last year. I feel like we're going to see something decent with Jameis. I, I think the Bucks are going to be okay. So um, that, that's where I'm going, Tampa Bay. All right. Yeah. Uh, what I about you? The, I went Falcons. You did, hey? I did. The loss of Kyle Shanahan worries me, but top to bottom, the talent level on Atlanta might be the best in the NFL. That's fair. Um, so All things considered, I wouldn't be upset about seeing the Falcons there I really like the Falcons I think Matt Ryan is both a great quarterback and a remarkable human being yeah so when the Patriots won the Super Bowl this year obviously it was amazing and that comeback was just remarkable but if they were going to lose to a team in the NFC I would have been okay seeing the Falcons win I had not I have nothing against them I actually really kind of dig the Falcons I I, I think they're an okay team so right. like if the if the Falcons ended up winning the NFC South I would be I would be down with that yeah and I mean like it does hurt as a Bucks fan mm-hmm. but I'll mention them in a couple minutes so it's okay <laughs> fair enough oh interesting okay yeah okay so NFC West oh Seahawks yeah I've got Arizona Your silence scares me. (laughs) Well, David Johnson's awesome. If they stay healthy, sure. I just don't know that they stay healthy. I don't know if Carson Palmer... And they need Tyree Matthew, and Tyree Matthew has had such bad luck with injuries. 
That's fair. And they're getting older. How Larry Fitzgerald's still great, I hope, but... Uh, and the Seahawks, Earl Thomas is healthy again, so they're stronger back on the defensive end. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I'm I am probably wrong here, and that could just be my dislike of Seattle clouding my judgment. But like, it's just it was to me it was between Arizona and Seattle in this one. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The other two like aren't really going to factor. No, but so I, I I don't know. It could be it could be either way. I think you're prob you are probably right, but. I do have Arizona with a winning record, so I don't think you're okay. crazy. Yeah. Like, I have them, but I don't have them getting as many wins as Seattle, because Seattle's got a right. few softer home games. Their oh, okay. AFC schedule's not crazy. So gotcha. Okay. Neither is Arizona, well, I mean, to be fair, but I think Seattle at home makes a difference, whereas Arizona at home is can be a little flighty. Certainly. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, the, the, the link is a... It's a big, big place to play, and it's a hard place to play in. Yeah. Even when the you know a couple of years ago when the Patriots played there, they they lost because it's just it's a really hard place to play. Yeah. It so is a very I, place. yeah, I I get it, and that's that's again, this is you looking into schedules and and yep. and everything like that. So for me, it's just gut. Whereas you, that your logic makes perfect sense. So, um, but we'll see. Okay. Like the Rams could win. I have no idea. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, maybe Jared Goff steps up and all of a sudden it's just like, bam, Ram time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this will be interesting. Who are your wild, who's your first wild card? That's where I have the Buccaneers. Oh, and that's where I have Atlanta. Okay. So we basically just switch on that. Yeah. Yeah, I just I have Atlanta with a higher record. Okay, um, that makes sense. Because like, I'm also I'm looking at Tampa Bay having to play the Patriots at home. I'm like, uh, whereas Atlanta yeah. going into Foxborough, they're probably out for blood. <laughs> that's that's more Well, that's more of a toss-up game, whereas I, I, I love my Buccaneers, but I don't see that team barring A, a, a young injuries, team walking into team, a... Yeah. Even yeah, at Walking home, into a, a storied place like that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, no, Tampa Bay plays at home. Remember, you're looking at going. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. So God damn it. But even then, like that's the Patriots travel well, mm-hmm. and that's I don't know how the pay or the Buck defense is because that's super young. We're super young on offense, but they're real good, so they could right. pull it off. But I, I like I have that as a loss. Whereas Atlanta going to New England, I have that as an Atlanta win as a revenge game because I think right. they'll care more than the Patriots do. Sure. Yeah. So it's stuff like that is why I have it switched. Right, that makes sense, and you're probably again you're probably right. Um, well, you never know. But it's again, it's just a crapshoot. So yeah, um, my second wild card, I've got Seattle. So I've got your two division winners as my wild cards, and I have the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have them with a really rough opening of the season, like really rough opening. They're going to be three and three to me. Okay. But then they get a really healthy run in the second half of the season once Zeke gets once back. Once Zeke gets back. That makes sense. So really, you and I had very similar picks throughout the NFC, only just swapping placement. Uh, and you have the Cardinals making the playoffs, and I don't. Yeah, so you got the Giants and I don't, and I have Arizona and you don't. Other than that, we've all got the same teams, just in different places. Yep, exactly. 
Interesting. Although I do think you're a little crazy not to at least have considered the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, at this point I'm starting to regret that a little bit. But never know. What can you do? You might be proved right. Or the Eagles will win the NFC East just to fuck with us completely. <laughs> uh, yeah. They made some acquisitions in the offseason, but they're just, they don't have it yet. They're not there yet. Yeah, went young, young offense. They have Blunt. Blunt's yeah. pretty good, but yeah, like they're they're not in horrible shape. I just don't think they're there yet, and I no. think they're in too competitive. I mean, I think once Eli retires, then there's a lot of possibilities in that division. Just because who knows who? Like a new quarterback coming in is always you know, it it, it's the always dynamic. yeah, exactly, and it's always a yep. crapshoot. So you just don't know. But like OBJ and and. Um, uh, I can't remember who you just said, but yeah, Marshall, like Marshall, yeah, Brandon Marshall. That's a that's a good one too. Those are two very dangerous weapons. Like it's I think just... I forgot that. I think I forgot that Marshall played there or had gone there. So that 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 is my bad. I just that lineup, those two together on opposite sides. It's uh, as long as Eli, like I keep saying, shows up. Yeah, and it plays at like a good Eli can. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it's just, that is the biggest thing, is you don't know which Eli is going to show up. Yeah, exactly. So. Although he has been more consistent the older he's gotten. That's true. Less, so, as you said earlier about Arizona, flighty. Yeah. And just doesn't crumble under the pressure as much, I don't think. So, it'll be yeah. interesting to see for sure. So, who okay. is your AFC championship? Patriots and Steelers again. Wow. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Probably should have gone Patriots in Oakland. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I just I think that's that was I think that's how it would have gone last year. Um, well, but I no, just you played Oakland. What's that? You would have played Oakland. It would have been the Raiders and the Steelers then. Oh yeah, right. Which is my AFC championship? Raiders Steelers. Yeah. Interesting. And I now I want to qualify that. Mm-hmm. I'm 50-50 on it being Raiders or Patriots. Fair. The way that I have it lined up, my divisional playoff round has uh, New England playing at home against Oakland and Pittsburgh playing Tennessee. Oh, yeah, okay. So Tennessee, super young, going into Heinz Field with a rested Pittsburgh loss. Yeah. However, Oakland, New England at this point, maybe some people are back, but I think Oakland's trying to make a statement. Fair. But at the same time, if New England is healthy, I think they beat Oakland. Mm-hmm. But that's me betting on New England being healthy, and Gronk is never healthy all year. Th- so when is that thing. injury coming? So that's right? that's where my head's at. Like I had Steelers, perfectly honest, I had Steelers Patriots until like three hours ago, and I changed <laughs> it to Raiders. Then I changed it back. Then I changed it to Raiders. Like I've been back and forth on that one the whole day. Right. Okay. Yeah, so it, I mean it's 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 hard to say, and I, it's just you're picking. Your, and I know the Steelers have made some some changes in the off season, but it's hard. You're hard pressed to pick against your team, and I'm hard pressed to pick against mine. And that's not just fandom. I feel like we've also made some acquisitions. The loss of Edelman sucks, but like we've got other pieces in place. If Gronk can stay healthy, and that's a big if, then we are dangerous. But yeah, it's just definitely. it's it's a, who knows. And that's that's just it. So like I, I would be fine 
like your Patriot Steeler rematch. Like I said, when I did this on Sunday, that's what I had written down. Mm-hmm. And I've changed. I've gone back and forth. And you ask me tomorrow, and I'd probably agree with you. I just I think that game is so close. Sure. Because Oakland wants it. Yep. And yeah, for sure. I just ah, oh, can you promise me that New England's going to get that lucky with injuries again? I mean, Oakland was a what did um what did he have? Was it a collarbone or was that it? Was he was his a broken leg? Car was a leg. Car was a leg. You're yeah. one broken leg away from the Patriots playing the Raiders and the Raiders possibly upsetting the Patriots. Yeah. So it it all depends. I mean, like we've been saying for the last half hour plus, this is it's all subject to injuries. Yeah, it is. So now, just because we said that, is it going to be like Titans and Chiefs? Maybe. Yeah, I could see that too. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah, no, I so yes. Essentially what I'm saying is I like your pick and yeah. I have it half the time and then I have Raiders Steelers <laughs> the other half cuz I think it's Fair. that much of a toss up. Okay. And that is one uh, of the situations where I almost think that the Patriots being a number 1 is worse than being interesting. a Interesting. Yeah. Well because I the strength of the four or the strength of the best team or the worst team remaining is going to be different because of just the records that I have. The AFC West beats each other up a bit more, so their record's lower, whereas the Titans have a higher record because they get to play Jacksonville a couple times and Houston a couple times, and I think the Colts are bad this year. So, like, I could see it so where if it is a 2-3, that's the Titans going to Heinz Field. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't love my NFC picks, but I'm I, I put them in and I've locked them down. So okay, I've actually got both my wild cards in the NFC final. I got Atlanta and Seattle. Uh, okay then. <laughs> I don't well, know how that happened in your divisional winners. Well, not really. And maybe that says something. And maybe I should have swapped them for my for my divisional winners just because of how my my wild cards went, but I just, again, it's gut feeling, right? So somehow I've got Atlanta and Seattle in my NFC final. Hey, it'd be a good game. Mm-hmm. It'd be a real good game. Yep. Uh, I am Packers and Giants. Oh, interesting. Okay. Giants at Lambeau. Okay. So, so does that mean that you have a Steelers-Packers rematch? Final? Yes. That would be a great Super Bowl. I feel it would be. And I don't love either team. Blazing offenses. And I actually have uh, 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 last year's Super Bowl rematch. I've got Patriots Atlanta. Okay. And the Patriots win again, but this time they don't. That that's what I've got. Just because. Again, I'm a Pats fan. Do you have Do you have the Steelers winning? Uh, I never. I never went that far. Oh, okay. I would prefer that. Right. But I don't know. That would be a tough game to call. Same with it your is. final, actually. The Atlanta-New England final? I, I, Although I, mean, I have I'm only the Falcons picking... being much better than your Falcons. So. Yeah, but I've, I've got... I mean, I'm only picking the Pats because I'm a Pats fan, right? Like, yeah, if I was fair. picking objectively, uh, maybe I don't go that way. But again, like, I'm just... It's the way I, I, I've got to look. But um, Until I mean, I Belichick think a, and Tom retire... 
It's a safe right? pick. Exactly. When so the Patriots are going to be a four and eleven team, four and twelve <laughs> team. Eh, maybe not so to, much. When I have to pick somebody else who's going to win the AFC East, it's going to be a really sad day. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's the the, the Bills. <laughs> Dolphins or Bills, Dave? They're both pretty great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pittsburgh Green Bay Super Bowl. I think, man, that would be. That would be I that would be a very entertaining game. And again, because I don't hate either team, but I don't love either team, I would really have no uh, horse in that race. Like it would just be right. a really fun one to watch. Yeah. And just watch the two kick the shit out of each other. Yeah, we would too. It'd yeah. be a great game. Well, and the nice I mean, we're the Super Bowl's in Minnesota this year? I think that's right. I think that's but they play year. in a dome, so it doesn't really matter. But like, it would be really fun to see two teams who are very used to playing in the cold play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, oh man, I would be happy with either one of these Super Bowls. I mean, obviously, I'd be more more pleased if my team was in the Super Bowl. But oh, clearly, if, yeah. If, if I had to, like, I would be very happy with mine, but I would also be very happy watching yours. Well, and your opposite one of Steelers Seahawks, I'd be fine with. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yep. And the Raiders Giants, my opposite one. How crazy would that be? Oh my god, that would be... I would be rooting so hard for the Raiders. Even though they, in your world, they beat the Patriots, I would just pray that they kick the shit out of of the Giants. Although, to be fair, they beat the Patriots and the Steelers in my world if they got through my brackets. That's fair. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So it's like, if they beat those two teams, fine. (laughs) Yeah. They, well, they would yeah. have had to have gone to Boston and Pittsburgh to do oh, it. Oh God, those like if if they can if they can get through those two stadiums, arguably two of the hardest stadiums to play in besides the Link. I just feel, although I think the Link is actually technically what they call the Pittsburgh Field, right? Heinz Field, or sorry, um, the the Philadelphia Field. I think is the Link. Oh, I think that's yeah, the nickname for the yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking Century Link, but. To, to go play in Gillette and then to go play in Heinz Field would, and to walk out of both of those, if they weren't destroyed both mentally and physically, I feel like they would just put the boots to whoever they were playing because... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you've, you've come through hell and come out clean on the other side. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Worst AFC team is next. <laughs> I've got Cleveland. I'm going to make you rather happy. I have the Jets. Really? Yeah. I have the Jets winning fewer games than Cleveland. I think Cleveland's defense has improved, and Kaiser might be the quarterback. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Also, Cleveland has some very winnable games this year. They've got Jacksonville at home. Okay. Interesting. And I think the Jets are the, depth-wise, are the weakest team, and I don't know who their quarterback is. I don't think they knew who their quarterback is. That's exactly my point. I don't think yeah. they're going to do well this year. Interesting. Now, are huh. the are the Browns going to win a, a buttload of games? No. But they just might win more than the Jets. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Worst you're NFC never, team. Like, you're never oh. terrible. No. Picking Cleveland to be the worst team in the AFC. Not in the last couple of years, that's for sure. No. But I just, I have a feeling that those Jets are going to have a tough year, especially if anyone on defense gets hurt. Because they got nothing yeah. backing them up. They're so yeah. thin. 
Interesting. Oh, fair enough. Probably um, means they'll make the bloody playoffs because they're the damn Jets. But... Win the division somehow. Yeah. <laughs> 14 and 2 Jets. Woo! <laughs> Bryce Petty's amazing. <laughs> Uh, that whole starting Bryce Petty and then switching at half to Geno Smith every game really seemed to work. Just opponents couldn't figure out what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> God. But yeah, so I just, I don't know, man. Okay. No, that's that's interesting. And if that was the case, I wouldn't be upset about that. Yeah. Just fuck the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd feel that way. Yeah. Worst NFC uh, team. I've got San Fran. Yep, me too. Okay. It's still a rebuild. I don't know. Yeah. They're a tire fire right now. It's just there's nothing nothing positive on the horizon this year. So I just think they've I lost too many. Agree What's on that? that? I don't think they're a, a, so much a tire fire as I think they did what Cleveland did last year. Where it's they're just stocking picks and they're just making picks. And oh, fair I think enough. Lynch had a great draft. Uh, but it's a lot of kids, so it's just going to be blooding them in the NFL. So it's going to be a rough year, and they right. need a quarterback next year. Yeah. But there are some things to like going forward, especially with Kyle Shanahan as your coach. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. That makes but sense. But I definitely agree with you, and I think I have them winning like two games this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not optimistic at their success this year. And I mean, I don't think the the uh, the Rams are going to be much better, but I think they're going to be better than the the Niners. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's an excellent segue. My best surprise team is the Rams. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my best surprise team is Philly. Okay, sure. I don't really know what to expect from Philadelphia. Well, and that's that's kind of why I put them there is because it's a tough division because the Giants and the the Cowboys are going to be good. But I also feel like Philly can hold their own. And I feel like, you know, given a couple games that kind of go their way, I feel like they might be able to make some noise. And so I just don't want to discount Philly too, too much. That's fair. So, yeah. Like, I don't have the Rams. I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight, Which okay. I think would be a surprise. Yeah, But I think yeah, for sure. their defense is it's young and aggressive. I think I liked Goff at Cal, and okay. I think they've got some interesting pieces. I think I think it could all come together, and they have a weaker AFC schedule. Oh, okay. and that's something that I found was key. Is I I think they've got some very winnable games, and they always play Seattle and Arizona super tough. That is true. That is very true. So, like, maybe my record might be a little bit inflated because I gave them a couple surprise wins or something mm-hmm. like that. But I just think, I just, I don't think they are going to be the abysmal wreck they were last year. I think they're going to okay. surprise some people. And that's why I okay, went with the Rams. interesting. Nice. I just feel like in a division where, I mean, again, this is all picked before you mentioned Brandon Marshall. But I feel like for me, in a division where Zeke is going to be injured... And and or suspended, and you don't know about Dak, but also like it's it's a it's tough to say how the Giants are going to fare year in and year out. I just feel like the the Eagles are not necessarily out of the conversation in my opinion, but I could be completely wrong. So it's just hard to say. Yeah, I think they'll be good. I just I have no idea. Yeah, the Eagles are such a crapshoot. I was that was when I was picking too. I was like I, uh, yay. <laughs> Yeah. 
Um, okay, and our last category, right? Our last category? This is the last category, yes. Okay, the biggest disappointment of the season. Yep. I've got the Bengals. Really? Yeah, I think this is the year where it finally just, like, I just don't think everything works out, and I think this is the year that maybe Marvin Lewis finally gets fired at the end of the year. I don't know. I just, I just, again, it was, this is all instinctual and all gut. I just have a feeling there's something about Cincinnati this year. I just don't see it. Okay. Yeah. If they stay healthy, obviously I have them in the wild card, so Mm -hmm. I think if they stay healthy, that Joe Mixon draft, very interesting. Yeah. I, I mean know. it's 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 speculative, right? And I just I can't say for sure. There's just there's something a, a gut feeling that I just don't I don't trust Cincinnati this year. I'm probably going to be wrong, but I just I just don't trust them. No, that's that's entirely fair. They went 5-9 and 1 last year. Yeah. Right? Like it's not they weren't flying all over the place. No. Uh no. my biggest disappointment of the year is the Colts. Oh, really? Yeah. I Cuz I think they went 8 and 8 last year, right? So yeah, well, something like that. Like I said, I don't think Andrew Luck's thrown a football yet. Yeah, I don't know who the backup is. Their defense has been soft for two decades. I don't see yeah. that changing. The Titans and the Texans are better. Jacksonville is better, and most of their wins last year, Indianapolis went what six and two in division, something like that. Yeah. So. So if you're just, if you have three much better teams and all of a sudden you're not looking at a lot of wins even in your division. Like let's don't get me wrong, Blake Bortles is still terrible. And yeah. I still I like I don't know I hope he turns it around for Jacksonville's sake because everywhere other than their quarterback, they have a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. But like they don't really have that figured out yet. But if they just hand the ball to Leonard Fournette, the top one of the best college running backs of last year from LSU, who they drafted yeah. like fourth overall. If all they do is hand it to him and run West Coast and let that big-hitting young defense go after Andrew Luck when they play, I think they beat Indianapolis. Yeah, interesting. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I've got all your picks down on my sheet, and I'm sure you've been writing them down as I've gone. So I'm very interested to see how we fare. I mean, we're very, very like-minded in a lot of this, but our, you know, our, our... Playoffs and our our kind of wild card picks, our surprises and our disappointments are very, very for the most part, very different. So yeah, they definitely um, are. I'm, Unless, I'm of interested to see the, how this comes down. Would you consider the Jets going one in fifteen a disappointment? <laughs> As a Patriots fan, or <laughs> like, do you have it? Do you have any expectations? We'll end on this, obviously, because we're running a bit long. But yeah, do you have any expectations for the Jets this year at no. all? So no. that's I had them in brackets like the the Jets like two and fourteen one and fifteen is that a disappointment? But I think there's just nobody thinks they're gonna do anything. So yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, and that's the thing is if they were if they were gonna be you know if everybody's going okay yeah they're gonna be a wild card contender and they fall one and fifteen, that's a disappointment. But if everybody just kind of goes what the hell do the, do the Jets have in the Jets? Then they're not a disappointment. They're just a bad team. Same yeah. with the the Niners. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't call them a disappointment. They're rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah, so... Interesting. Well, in six months' time, we'll have an idea of how we did. Yep. Cool. Anything else you want to say? Nope. All right. Well, I guess that's it. 
You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys from Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at the guys from, or go to an NFL game, preferably one where either the Pats or the Steelers are playing, so you know that Sean and I either Sean or I are going to be watching, get really good seats so there's a good chance you'll make it onto a camera, and then hold up a sign with a question for us, which would actually be a really slick way of asking us a question. I'd answer that. Right? Absolutely yeah. I would. Like I have, Gets it, us exposure, and it's a really cool way to ask a question? I think that'd be super cool. We also play each other this year, as is tradition. Yeah. So yeah. It could also well, be at the go. Bucks game that you're at. I'm not going to that Bucks game. I just couldn't swing it. Uh, it could also be at that game, though, because you'll watch it, plus you'll have family there, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so. I definitely will be watching it, but yeah. Uh, it's cool that both our teams play this year. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can any way you can. And the best thing you can do, like I say every week, is to leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. We're available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found, including Player FM, Podbean, Pocket Casts, and obviously the aforementioned Apple Podcasts. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? If you're interested in a movie about football, might I suggest The Program? It's about college football, possibly at USC, and... Uh, basically chronicles what the athletes have to endure within a year at their school as football players. Um, I would say it's not an overly well-known football movie, but certainly one worth checking out. So give that a shot. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this Gridiron podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, gaming, movies. We really should write something about sports again, because the last article on there, I think, was how we did on our last NFL picks. Cough. Yikes. Hmm. And yeah. Well, maybe I'll try and get to that. And if I was to write about that, you know, write something about sports, where would I find that? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, of course. For more pop culture-y Instagram goodness, we have also branched out a little bit with at Zillasuit. That is Z-I-L-L-A-S-U-I-T. Essentially, we're just going to be posting some random fun things and breaking news and a whole bunch of little bits as an offshoot of theguysfrom.com. And All also, right. settle in, get ready to watch some NFL football this weekend. If you enjoy the game, which you obviously do because you just listened to us talk about it for 80 minutes, mm -hmm. check out your favorite team. Grab your favorite yeah. beverage. Have a snack you don't always have. Maybe order some food. Take a day. Enjoy some football. Yeah. Special thanks to The Sweets for our sweet opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music, always called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Fireflies and Stardust. This has been episode 184 of the Guys From Podcast, the Marvin Lewis's terrible podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody, and go Pats go! The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but respect for NFL referees. They go through a lot during the year, and we hate them for it. But they're putting in good work. They're putting in good work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Go refs, go. Go refs, go.